Emily Harmon and today I'm actually not with Gwen, um, I'm joined by Victoria Torres in La Palma <laughs> and we're in La Palma. So um, yeah I'm super excited to be here with Victoria today as um, I have been a big fan of her wines for some time and as many of you know um, I'm a huge fan of volcanic wine um, and here we're on the volcanic island of La Palma in the Canaries. Um, what makes La Palma so special? <laughs> <laughs> nice, um, uh, well, nice, uh, nice big question, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's, it's, it's a pleasure having you here. Um, we've been together yesterday and today, um, driving around the island. So La Palma is the most northwestern island of the seven, eight Canary Islands. Yeah. So it's a um, 700 kilometer, square kilometers um, surface island, um, but quite, quite high uh, in altitude. We're talking about 2,400 meters. So that makes the island like um, a mountain itself emerge from, from the bottom of the sea. Mm. Um, a volcanic island um, with lots of contrast to it. That makes the island special because it's a, it's a tiny island that can be considered quite green in some parts of it and very um, th th desert-like almost in this volcanic um, raw, uh, raw mineral um, recently uh, like erupted kind of material um, um, in in half of it, uh, which makes the island quite um, yeah spectacular in that way. Also, from the point of view of the vegetation, the, the native vegetation adapted to to that. Um, also, the way that um, those winds coming from the ocean affect the island in in the different exposures makes the island different um, every each after each bend that you cross um, and from the point of view of the viticulture uh, well we, we have a history of 500 um, years more or less after it was conquered by by the Spaniards we are quite close to the African um, um, yeah not far <laughs> from Morocco from Morocco yeah, yeah. that's right um, um, so we um, um, see. So 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 the the, the plants um, arrive. The, the vines arrive with the conquerors at first, and, and from different parts of um, not only Spain but different parts of, of Europe. We have a, a huge influence here, especially here in La Palma from uh, Portugal, for example. And you can see that in the in the varieties, for example, in the way they are conducted, or, or, yeah, or the way they're grown, and and I guess the way that they're trellis, if they're trellised or not trellised, si, but exactly the also that sort of canopy management si. and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and but it's it's a it's a great place, I think, in such a small surface to see how viticulture is um, adapted to to this different type of soils different richness of the soil um, um, and, and how the, the, the plants and the varieties adapt better and here and there 
how uh, people have wisely, uh, by experience, thought about it and, and, ex and experiment with it to, to get to the optimum um, management of, of it, um, of, 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 the, of the lack of water of the, or, or, or to the opposite uh, situation as well yeah. um, on the island. Um, yeah, so I think all, all of that makes the island mm. a, a complexity on its own. Also, let's let's say that it's it's, it's an island with no um, well with very old vines, ungrafted, um, um, and and it's, it's it's kind of a reservoir of of, of old varieties. Mm. Some of them disappear some from some other parts, and it's also interesting to me to understand the opportunity that that brings this island to understand viticulture traditionally that the, the, it's been maintained very much uh, in the same way yes um, for centuries mm. so the composition of the plots uh, it's been made uh, due to that understanding of the landscape of the climate mm. of, of the type of wine they wanted to to, to be making um, and less to modern styles for example mm. or see or even modern uh, or, or other um, not in, in local uh, varieties yes. as well yeah. yes I mean I'm kind of I mean I'm still kind of soaking up everything we've seen the last few days and it's been for me it's been kind of it's been a real revelation to come here because I knew it'd be beautiful because I'd been to Tenerife before and I was kind of expecting maybe something more similar to that but actually it's not there's a totally different vibe here on this island and then it's not just one volcano there's loads of them which I didn't know until I got here <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say and um and some of them are still active yeah which is also interesting and then it's like um sort of the differences in terms of where the vineyards are like we're in the south of the island now, but we were at that vineyard in the morning. Los Man Las Machuqueras. Las Machuqueras. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was not close. <laughs> it's a, that's a difficult Machuqueras. one. <laughs> and, and it looked like, I mean, it really looked like we had landed on the moon almost because it was just like volcanic, you call it volcanic ash, right? But it looked like sort of rubble. And there were, <laughs> you know, and no houses in sight, just the ocean there and yeah. a mountain, which yeah. is also a volcano. Yeah. Yeah, and in terms of color, yeah, that's black. black. Deep black see, 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 we are now in autumn, and already the leaves has, have gone. But um, um, any any time of the year is beautiful. But um, springtime, for example, or harvest time, that greenness um, as, a of the leaves, as a contrast to to that is, is is amazing. Because apart from in some areas like like that one that you mentioned before, las machuqueras or los llanos negros, where the malvasia grows. Um, nothing else would mm. I mean um, apart that from see, yeah. see. so um, so that's amazing yeah as well and then like just so to see those vineyards there where we're like pretty much on the sea staring out into the Atlantic and then going up to 1,200 meters mm -hmm. in a forest which is grown on the volcano mm. and it's the rockiest forest I've ever seen <laughs> like it doesn't look real so it looks like a something in a car racing game or something it's really bizarre but in a really strikingly beautiful way and then we're up there and with this very dramatic drop down to the coast and these very fresh cool winds as well yes so it's just um I mean they're they're really unique 
yeah. unique spots. And I think the thing that, that I find impressive about looking at the vineyards here and the landscape is is just like the abundance of sort of countryside surrounding everything. So it's got a very kind of idyllic vibe on this island. It doesn't feel touristy. No, no, it's quite rural. Yeah, rural and it's quite word, yeah. yeah, and it's quite wild as well in in those areas where where there there is no. Um, population um, settled yeah. and, and all that so feels wild you have these beautiful native um, vegetation all around and and as you said uh, well I think um, there is only one plot that I cannot see the sea from in all the plots that I have all around the island so it's, it's very it's very much there it doesn't matter how high you are or how hidden you think you are because you getting there is almost like You're an adventure being in itself. seen by the sea <laughs> but, but it's there and reflecting light as well from wherever so it's it's very beautiful yeah mm. no it's incredible <laughs> and then the video uh, sorry the video i'm just staring at my camera when i'm saying that the um the thing that strikes me that's also interesting is one the ungrafted vines but the unique ways in which they're grown Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we were seeing vines that were pretty much almost growing along the ground, but just mm-hmm. propped up. Mm-hmm. And then also types of grow- vines that, that just grow horizontally because mm-hmm. they've adapted mm-hmm. to the climate here, to the wind, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Listan, mm-hmm. Listan, Listan gacho, Listan gacho. blanco gacho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, um, here in the south, especially in the, in the, especially in the east side, where you know we, the, the, that side is more heated by the affected by the winds coming from the ocean almost permanently, and and they can be quite quite strong can be a limiting factor. Mm. So we've been to that area where we we have to build walls of stone to protect only to protect the the vines, which would be planted alongside that that wall. And and of course the plants um, would be um, trained so mm-hmm. that they um, don't you know that they are closer to the soil anyway, um, lifted up by sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the management of the of the yeah part of the work that we do during the year as well. Um, it's kind of an individual pergola on its own. Yes. See, so um, and and in each um, you know each plant um, receive uh, it's, it's quite freely the way that we approach the pruning or everything. So it has to do very much with each plant. So it's a, a pergola. Every every pergola would be very different to the other one, and 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 there there is uh, we always talk about an average of age in in in, in our. Uh, plots um, so, um, above um, 80, 90, 100 years old. But they are um, the, the way that we also replant would be um, using um, what we called in Spanish acodo here in the yeah. Canary Islands, margullo, which is using a branch and burying that branch. And then the second plant grows from that br- exactly, branch. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So this and do you ever cut that branch? Yes, yeah. yes, we how, do. Well, how long do you wait until you cut that branch? Well, in, uh, in normal circumstances, so with... Um, with enough rain, etc., three years in in the area of here, the southeast poor area would be enough. Now I don't think um, those new plants would get along um, 
you to leave them longer. They they would. Yes, yeah. yes. Which so see, and the interesting thing you were you mentioned before, and how the plants adapt evolutivamente yes, yes. To, the, to the fact that it's windy there all the time so they this listan blanco gacho in particular just grow uh, you know the, the shoots will just um, come yes. um, um, you know so that they um, organize themselves or horizontally okay yeah. so you don't have to do much about that so so that's that's um, that's the way. Also, has to do with the fact that the plant is more efficient in the use of water, so that is lower that okay. way. So, yeah. so there are a nice. few things uh, there. And in the north of the island, northwest, we we um, we train our plants in in b- bushes. Yeah. So it's very different as well. Oh, it's amazing. And your main varietals, so we have got some wines here to try, but the main varietals that you're working with, for everybody listening, yes. so white grapes, yes. Malvasia is a good one to, that most people should be able to remember. Yes. But it's an aromatic Malvasia, right? It's an aromatic Malvasia. Yep. It's, 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 it's this Mediterranean one, yes. Well spread uh, all over the Mediterranean, but then yep. coming to this... Um, like Atlantic side, we believe through Madeira in our case, okay, yeah. centuries ago, well adapted here and there, and and there is a very nice spot here in Fuencaliente, um, from which we source um, the Malvasia. Uh, we we grow there for naturally sweet Malvasia, which we're going to try at the end, right? Today. Yes, yeah. yes, and for dry Malvasia, and then the most common one. Uh, variety, white variety on the islands, and also this one would be Listan Blanco. Yes. Albi- also known as Palomino. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alvillo Criollo, which mm-hmm. is um, local from of, of the island, um, that would be yeah, Bijariego Blanco as well. Yeah. And as a red grape, the main one for me, in my winery would be Negramol. Mm-hmm. But then I work with other other two nice ones, Listan Prieto. Which is also and known as Pais. Sí, yeah. and, and Listan Negro, which yeah. is indigenous to the islands as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shall we start with tasting? Shall we, yes. And then there might be Let's some see. questions coming up as we go. So we're yeah. going to start with, what are we going to start with? Um, what about starting with the Rosado, for yeah. example? Sounds yes. great. Yeah. Yeah, Rosado of Negramol. Okay. Anyway. Lovely. So this is mm-hmm. what vintage, this is 2018. Mm-hmm. All of the Rosado. wines. Rosado. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, sorry. That's all good. Like that. This. I'm a big fan of your rosés and and something. One of the ones that we're not trying right now, but we talked about yesterday as being one of my favourites is your clarete, which is a oh. traditional thing here. Yeah. Um, when it's a co-planted field, to have white and red grapes. Yes. Made together into kind of this really beautiful. Yes. Rosé. Yes. Light red. Yes. Yes. Nice, nice wines to to drink. And I think it's the one um, um, speaking more clearly about the, yeah, the wine culture, the the traditional wine local culture here. Mm. Yes. Um, Yes. So so this is um, a Rosado of Negramol, uh, 2018. I've been making Rosados for a while. Um, almost every year in the past five years, um, just to, I don't know, just to, 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 to 
to experience yep. <laughs> to, yep. to experiment with with this type of wines and um i i then en ended up bottling this um 18 because i think it got closer to the idea that of of a rosé that linked to my to my house in first place that was mm. important for me because you know i'm a fifth generation of of wine makers and wine growers and and when i um when when i understand the techniques in in making rosé the you know the these modern techniques or whatever um i can't imagine my grandfather or my or my father um applying such techniques so i i You've kept your wine making quite traditional still would you say in some aspects for some in wines. some aspects yes so there's kind of a nod to the past but you've changed quite a bit too yes yes <laughs> i think <laughs> I, well i, I would around for an <laughs> no i just um see maybe bec maybe i'm i'm just um, evasive because i'm um it's nothing planned it's just i'm i think i'm quite adaptive i guess Okay. And 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 the context that I'm working in and with is very um, it's it's not stable at all. Mm. So one need to be adaptive, I think. And um, it's it's not that I have the idea that I don't want to change a thing. It's just that I have to find the the, the best way that I understand the things, the way that I that I see them and uh, and uh, observe them, and that takes time. And, and knowledge and, and all that yeah. um, and so I don't know and, and for example this rosé is an opportunity to use um, very old machines that I that I have the lack to, to inherit from my family and I think that and, and, and yeah and, and <laughs> I like to maintain this kind of profile of, of wine uh, because I think it brings um, it it brings to the table something that is important to me, mm. to my table, first yes. of all. Yes. Yeah. See, so using that old machine means that, well, it's, it's, an, it's, um, it's what we call talagar, which mm -hmm. is made out of um, thea wood. Thea would be the heart of the Canarian pine, those mm -hmm. huge ones that we saw in the north of the island today. And it's, it's like a pool of, of wood, mm -hmm. open, um, and then there is a mechanism that helps the the the, the, the pressing um, by using a, a huge stick of, of, of wood that goes on top of um, of this um, material that we want to press, helped by a rope. So there is no um, these more maybe common nests yeah. uh, or see? basket baskets press. exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's with a, with a, so we, we macerate there, we treat with a feed, whole bunch, um, open maceration, yep. so plenty of oxida oxidation there, etc. And well, in his thought as a wine, as all the wines, I guess, um, um, not thinking about a wine to be drunk in, in a year or whatever, but when that when you have the chance to open that bottle, it's enjoyable, mm. whether it's four years' time, this first year, or yes. or whenever. Yeah. And and telling you things about the evolution um, of this wine in, in the bottle and, and the character of the variety, maybe, and the year. But, you know. This is, for me, it's lovely. I mean, it's funny, because when I drink it, I almost don't want to even define it as a rosé. It's just so... Mm. 
pleasurable and I, I mean it's got this kind of crazy color that looks a bit like it could be from the Jura almost because it's got this kind of lovely kind of orangey pink tone to it mm -hmm. um but what I like about this is it's just um I was saying it reminds me of some of my favorite rosés not because it's similar to them in its flavors but just how it has that lovely contrast between some fruit flavors and this kind of aromatic tone to the wine but then at the same time savoriness as well mm -hmm. like it's really it makes me really excited to have food with this rosé as well yeah yeah i think it's yeah i agree with you i think there's it's structure there there's see. acidity there hmm. there's a nice see. shape to the wine it's like quite a serious <laughs> it's quite a serious wine yeah hmm. so we we've been to this plot yesterday also hmm. this is a barranco so this is a slope again but it's a slope in the in the northwest of the island, 1,370 meters high. Just where the Negromoles at the bottom of the slope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And very old vines um, uh, work organically for many years, and and yeah, I had the chance to join in some years ago, and, and more and more gradually co-work with the, with the owner, which is um, a pleasure and a privilege. Um. Yeah. So, so this is. I don't know. This is this is also a celebration, you know, 2018. The possibility yeah. of making a wine um, out of that plot um, that I almost just got to to get uh, mm. to to know is is a yeah, it's a chance for a celebration as yeah. well. Yes. And in terms of working organically, was mm -hmm. that the way your father worked? Is that the way it's always been in the family, or was that something you moved towards? Um, there have been um, like como se dice? drifts mm -hmm. um, as, as long as I remember and as I understand the, there was this major work in, in, in organic mm -hmm. like everywhere else I guess and then at some point industry got in mm -hmm. and um, for, for people more and more was I guess easier to get into that yeah. um, kind of promises in a way yes quick um, fix see see so and and for my my father um he worked organically um most of the time and then he there, there was a, a time in his life where he had some health problems etc so um um there was a bit of a change there um my family um plots mm are located here in the south and if we think about these very poor soils so there is no herbicides needs because um, there's, no, there's not really any weeds sea. growing is there no no so uh, so they uh, if there are any weeds they are taken um, man manually yeah see? Um, but but there, there were these other like in, I don't know in other, other chemical products I guess during the the, the cycle of the plant that maybe might wear use um, but um, yeah so so that's the thing so in my case um, when I got in for me farming there is no other way of um, approaching farming than um, in a respectful way for the for the soil where mm. I'm growing um, my plants that are going to produce um, alimento Mm -hmm. to um, to feed us right yes. so so there's an important link to to health 
um, in in you know in this great connection human um, yes. place that I absolutely um, I mean that's no other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See. And but we could see from other vineyards today that not everybody is working organically. So what you're doing is is less common, right? Like the way you're working is a little bit different to other. Not all producers, but. Yes, well, yeah. Let's let's talk about this because um, the context here is um, working in the vineyards would be uh, the, the people working in the vineyards would have the vineyards as a second or a third income. Mm. Most of the time, they keep on working the vineyards um, for um, their own consumption, their own see, personal wine that see, they make from mm-hmm, their own vines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of tiny plots everywhere, mm, isn't there? Yes, yes, and 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 then, and in that context, um, so less and less young people taking over, mm. uh, and so so that's and and also this dynamic going on, like when you know you you get. Um, you get in the river and you and you let yourself go with the river somehow. That's how I've seen that. And um, so when I got in, first of all, I'm a woman in a in a context of 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 men. Yes. So from the beginning, I can I've, relate. See, see, <laughs> but from the beginning, yeah. and and I'm always comment. It's even harder here, see, actually. But I, but I always comment comment that um, for me it's been. Um, a piece of um, a space of freedom as well, because I think I wasn't stare that much, because I'm I'm not one of them, yes. somehow, and I'm not sharing those social areas where they exchange, mm. so I'm not exposed. Mm. I'm not exposing myself to any cr- criticizing from the part or or any see. Yes. So so I've I've. So I've maintained that freedom space for myself. So I've been doing very much what I thought I wanted to do or what I thought I I had to do. Mm. And I've been like stare at or watch from from far. from far away. Yes. Yes. And and here um you get trust or you get um um support most most of the time or or agreement with what you're doing or even see by um como se diría? um uh, showing the results yes that's very very important and that's what matters to me and i'm i'm very happy when uh, when uh, now i'm asked by by someone older than me that it's been longer time because maybe they they um um they've learned that um I was doing differently and I got good results and, and maybe that works and can work. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so yeah. it's like, yeah, with someone going through another path and, and, and people wanted to know how it's like going through that path. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. That's nice though. It's nice that your sort of hard work kind of pays off for that. It's kind of undoing, finding your way in anyway just through doing the work basically. See. Yeah. Exactly. Shall we try the next wine? Yeah, let's do. So the next wine we have, very excited about. What should we do? Well, yeah. Shall we do? Shall we I leave the, think, the yeah. two whites yes. for the? For I was the, thinking yeah. that. See? Yeah. Let's go for the Negramol. Yeah. Great. So this is 2018 Negramol. Yeah. So another expression of yes. the 
variety Negramol, a variety that on the other hand hasn't been well um, valued um, most of the time but it's quite common in La Palma it's the, it's the most common red variety mm-hmm. in, in La Palma and it's, I wouldn't say it's well adapted everywhere but it's, it's been planted um, everywhere, different mm-hmm. altitudes different exposure, different type of soil and you can see um, how behaves here and there and the different expressions of that and I think we yesterday have tasted um, a, a piece of um, I mean s- some of those different expressions yes. in, in the winery right? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> it's funny because the first time I tried your Negramol and I, I don't know what vintage it would have been maybe possibly 15 or 16 I just remember thinking, wow, this is a great variety that can make some serious wine because of when I'd read wine books about it, obviously it didn't, they were just like, oh, it's a workhorse grape variety. It's not, you know. Yeah. Um, but actually I just love the aromatics. Like it almost has this kind of like rose, like almost going into like rose petal kind of floral yeah. tone to yes. it, but then sort of savoury at the same time, yes. sometimes herbal. and Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I How would you describe this? how do you find it to work with like what would you eat with this like what's your i don't know tip for people try, like they've never <laughs> tried this before um um at home this would have been always our table wine negramol mm. every meal negramol on the table um so um quite often anything that we eat so any any pot of soup with beans yes. in it vegetables but also light um, well also light meat um, I mean white white yep. meat um, rabbit see rabbit <laughs> exactly um, um, but um, pasta or yeah with tomato also, sauce or something see si, mm. si, would yep. go with it I think Yeah, and and for, for the wine making of this wine is um, well, my my harvest lasts two months more or less mm. because of the characteristics of the island and the fact that I have plots of Negramol, for example, from the 350 meters above sea level east side of the island, and then moving um, like in a scale mm. of ripening times up to the 1,400 meters in the north. So there is the gap, the, the temporary gap. And so um, sometimes or often or every time <laughs> um, when, the, when there is fermentation already done and almost one wine um, perfectly done in the winery from the August harvest yep. begins, we are starting with some other Negramol in the north. Yes, wow. See, so in the end, so, those, so, so the plots of, of, for this wine are treated like separately of course and age um separately in their in the in the barrels and then finally we decide what's the blend for the year so this is what i called vino de la isla because yeah i was literally thinking this is like a trip around the yes, island yes it yeah. is, <laughs> it is. Yeah. see and, and and makes it interesting because making wines uh, these you know like not intervening or not with without additions or whatever so um, makes it interesting also the, the tool that um, uh, provides as well which is when there, there are area you know there is the expression of Negramol 
like fresher and more drinkable in some areas, mm. um, more ethereal in a way. And then you have some others more like earthy ones, more structured, more fruity ones, or mm. lacking maybe sometimes um, that freshness. So coming together, together, see, and finding yeah. balance is a it's a very nice exercise also. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. See. This is beautiful. It tastes even purer than Thank the vintages you. before. Thank you. Really, are you happy with this wine? I am. Yeah. I am. I, I like the lightness to it, the, yeah, the kind of purity to it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, just, I've liked it so much that my glass is pretty much empty. <laughs> <laughs> like down to that wine. <laughs> How to drink a glass of wine in two and a half minutes. <laughs> just drink a glass of Victoria's. <laughs> Nice. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Thank you. Shall we go for the other one? Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Como se diría? How do you say that? Four in a row. Four in a row. Bang. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so now we're trying 2017. No, 18 as oh, well. Oh, it's 18. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just saw that cork and... See, uh, because we it's changed. It, yeah. Do you want to rinse the... That's yeah. like a waste of wine. <laughs> well, we are in the garden. It's gonna. The salt is gonna. Yeah, it's going back to where it, from where it came from. <laughs> like we all do one day. <laughs> and um, so that's Malvasia. So Malvasia Seco. Seco. Mm-hmm. Seco. See, that's the word for dry. Dry, and mm-hmm. it's number four. Yeah. See that the 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 way that I put those numbers on the labels is it's only for myself like okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of <laughs> so I don't forget um, the the time um, the order they um, they well, they came in okay. my in my catalog okay. my, my head <laughs> kind of see so this is an 18 Malvasia and I started making dry Malvasia in our uh, family winery back in 2014. Before mm. that, we use the Malvasia only for the naturally sweets, which is the traditional wine and way here. And you said you kind of had to twist your dad's arm about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to convince him. <laughs> See, and it was easy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, the proof's in the wine, right? Like it's a very nice wine. Yeah. Well, I, I was very very curious. I um, I wanted to know. Um, well, for my father, which you know, he has some, he had some reasons as well. For him, um, um, the best um, you could get from a Malvasia would be shown in a naturally sweet, mm. right? Um, but I, want, I'm, I'm, I was very curious about what was this Malvasia that we grow here for generations, like in a dry wine. That I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not such a sweet drinker mm. of wines. So, in a, with a meal, right? Yes of our own so um yeah so so this is four years later uh the, the fourth vintage after that and this is very special for me because um there are three plots here emily and as we spot yesterday in the winery we in, in during this time i've already spot what's the fantastic area for for growing and the, the yeah. taste of I mean that one amazing grapes. barrel was just like I mean they were all great but there was one that was just like super yeah. galactic it's very nice yeah 
see. Well, in this case, it's, it's all in here, <laughs> all mixed yes. here anyway. But um, this vintage, 2018, was quite crazy for, uh, you know, in terms of fermentation in, in my winery. So this uh, fermentation lasts lasted yep. for uh, nine months, the okay. alcoholic fermentation, so that it got dry. Um, so was and when I by the time that I bottled these just before the the, the vintage that was at my door, mm. already um, I, I I I was in a rush to bottle that to make a space for the new vintage. So mm. I was quite blind. So it's been um, a nice surprise the evolution of these and and we were talking yesterday about the profile yeah. yes, of this wine compared to the to the previous vintages previous as well. And what I love about this is I mean it literally smells like. Uh, fresh pineapple on the nose and there's this again it's it is aromatic obviously um but then on the palate like so saline and so much length there's just um so much energy in the wine actually energy i would yeah. yes i would go for that um see that feeling that um yeah. see and i'm always fascinated with wines that have like distance or a difference between how they smell and taste because it kind of mm. lures you back for another mm another sip because you smell and then you taste and it's different so that it mm. feels like there's kind of more to discover in a way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the glass yeah i mean and also just in terms of things that i could pair this with food wise or stuff i want to cook for. i cook like quite a lot of middle eastern food actually ah yes and i think with all those like quite nice. bold flavors nice. something like this nice i would love you know? to taste that with that yes. do you know what i think even like um you know like the moroccan dish like the um, like chicken, preserved lemon, olive, tagine. Oh, nice! No, something with that, with like the wow. kind of saltiness, but like, yeah, I think it could be, could be really interesting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Very, very Moorish. Very, very Moorish. Gwen would be uh, pretty jealous of this one, I think, because she loves aromatics and dry aromatics as well. So See? Mm -hmm. she's got a bit of a soft spot for <laughs> anything with any kind of aroma. <laughs> Give her a <laughs> Gwen. <laughs> mm. I mean, I'm drinking it because of your wines are so difficult to get hold of. I don't know when I'm going to get another glass of them. <laughs> Feels like I can't waste. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, I know. Yeah. yeah. So this is the seventeen. So that's See. the cork that I've put in See. the wrong bottle. Yeah. Okay. So we've got two thousand seventeen Malvasia. Mm -hmm. Naturally Natural, sweet. Yeah. So you said it's called natural, natural. Naturalmente dulce. Yeah. There you go. Dulce. Yeah. Just a literal tr um, translation to the Spanish naturally sweet and yeah this is this is the most traditional one um that i that i made and and here yes i i um deliberately maintain the the old way mm. of making this wine so it's a late harvest late harvest so the so the bunch um ripes in the plant mm. so that means that well the, the ripening is not homo homo homogeneous mm. in um, in every plant so that means that we do at least um we go twice at least every plant more, normally so go into that. the vineyard two yeah. or three times picking the super ripe 
yes. grapes and then yes. if they're not ready you'll go back at a later time yes yeah exactly and so for these um seven seven <laughs> seven hundred liters were three harvests and so three um uh, press t times three times pressing um the, the the result of those harvests in the lagar so that's um macerated there um and left a couple of days that that's something that varies depends on the on the on the on the yeasts um that year um how strong they are how how fast they 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 wake up so once mm. the, the fermentation kind of one is wanting to start i just press it and um and that's it that's 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 it <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's, it's a spontaneous fermentation yeah. like everything else of course but this is um starts and finishes whenever it finishes so that's mm. why it's so important the picking day yes. you're deciding so many things as usual with with that decision yep. uh, and and so it's here you don't want uh, an undrinkable uh, sweet wine because you know here we're talking about a slope that is um, southwest um, exposed mm. so that can be a lot of sun during the yes. year so uh, one have to be careful with that you don't want a um, super jam uh, thing that is lacking freshness etc even when the Malvasia is a, is a variety that maintains it's beautiful nat natural acidity even um, in a late mm. um, harvest but it's still there is this balance right mm. um, um, yeah so again mm. uh, like a, a, a full uh, you know a very oxidative kind of maceration as well kind no control of temperature but it's not super all. nutty or anything like mm. it's still you know quite a lot of fruit there and all of those would mm. be sweet flavors and what's amazing about it is that just the acidity again still very very good yeah this this vintage i was very happy because i couldn't make this wine since 2013 okay um so here we are 17 this is my first naturally sweet malvasia on my own yeah. um and what i like about this particular malvasia is this dry leaves and, and uh, mm -hmm. different notes that I that I not normally found in other in my other previous vintages or family vintages so mm. nice it's delicious <laughs> they're all delicious it's da they're dangerous wines <laughs> you get your hands on them by as many as you can but um I keep on saying nice and it's not nice because of the wine I keep on saying nice because I I, I, I celebrate the journey, the journey of making such wines and, and also um, um, with time and every time getting to understand better the character of them, mm. the uniqueness of, of the year and, and, and everything, right? So that's why I keep on saying nice, sorry. I mean, I'm saying nice because the wines are bloody nice. <laughs> and it's nice to be drinking them with you. So, um, yeah. You. And what about, like, I mean... So these are your core range, and you make, as you mentioned, you make the Listan Blanco, the Albio Criollo, mm -hmm. the Listan Prieto, Listan yes. Negro, yes. and sometimes a, a, a single plot Negro Mole as well. Yes, and sometimes a single plot Bujariego or okay. Diego yeah. as well, yes. And then the Clarete. Yes. See. Si. Si. That Clarete that just <laughs> is hiding from me. 
<laughs> can't get my hands on it best wine ever but um yeah i think um so that that's the full range and is there any other great variety or anything any particular wine style that is on your mind for the future that you're like i really want to do that at some point or or not really you or you want to focus more on this or I don't know. Mm, at the moment, Emily, I'm I'm very focused in 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 wine growing. I mean, mm. we we are struggling with with um, with a climate emergency, right? Yes. We feel it like this, uh, and 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 we um, um, due to the lack of water on yes, the island. You're yes, noticing. yes, for years already. Yes, so I'm so I'm now I'm that's where I'm focused, and yeah. and and. So winemaking for me now is just winemaking because I pick every year the the, the, yes. the, the yeah. thing and I'm and I'm happy to um, to get what what I get yes, yes from from them but but my my first duty now is to make the right decisions so that I can um, make the plots um, survive these conditions yeah. so that's that's my main yeah I mean thing. it looks quite difficult today when we saw yeah. sort of quite a few of the vineyards you yeah. can see that yeah it's becoming an issue and yes and like you said it was it came as a surprise how quickly actually the impact yes or how it's yeah. obviously been happening for a long see. time see. see um so you thought you had a bit more time to put measures in place so it's yes yes i i think uh, but but I, I i would extend that reflection to how we live as well i mean we, we think we have time to adapt to what's to what's coming or what's going on or what's and 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 well to me it's been um all we if, have is now see <laughs> see and 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 also yeah. uh well with with my vines here in an island like this and maybe some more fragile area than you know maybe we're talking to people that is um settled in in central europe and when i go there i don't see that much the problem of water for example i mean mm. In some mm. areas of the planet, we 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 live it, we we feel it, and we struggle with the problems in in a in a more um, strong way. But but that's coming. That's how I see it. That's coming uh, gradually. Yes. Yes. It'll, it'll, it'll impact everyone and everywhere. It's just a, some and people will feel it first see, and feel see, it differently. And differently. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we can all uh, relate to that. So um, so w w my in my experience here, what what surprised me. Um, was that it's like in in two years time and um we haven't seen these pictures but we've been there today and i'm going to show them to you later but it's it's incredible you have those vines that look um vigorous and healthy etc and mm. two years after you just um you just see, see them struggling like heavily but when i say that is um you know counting dead plants which yeah, yeah. is very, That's very rare in 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 an area with with plants so well adapted, ungrafted. Yeah, deep roots uh, deep as rooted, well. Yes. Yeah. No over exploded or whatever. Yeah. So. So yes. So that's yeah. I mean, even I saw in Berlin actually this year the Green Party were going around watering all the trees because it'd been such a, a dry yeah. spring and it had been a con continuously dry springs for many years that they were actively watering all the local trees because they could see that this was going to start really impacting those and that's even in yes. in Berlin. Yes, and and how those um, um, facts move. I mean, you can have now hail, mm. yes, in some other time of the year. 
heavier. Mm. And then at a more vulnerable time of the year when yes. you've got fruit that can be yes. destroyed, for example, yes. right? Yes, so in different ways this is affecting us us all. And and yes, I, I, I think we all live like if we had time to adapt and... and, and what we need to adapt now. Mm. Mm. Well, that's yeah. quite a lot to ponder on, actually, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be thinking about it a lot over the, the coming weeks, a lot. Um... Yeah, I think um, this has been absolutely fascinating. Um, and thank you again for thank you. taking the time. Thank you, it's been I know a pleasure. you were a bit shy to do it, so I'm really happy that you <laughs> came on the podcast. <laughs> thank you. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing such beautiful wines. And I'm so excited to continue to see what comes out of these beautiful little parcels of land in the future. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Ha, ha, ha.